Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's right. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Who you, Doug really is not comfortable yeah. with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope? Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah. <laughs> I, may, I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's gonna have it. Why? Oh no, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right. It always goes back to Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 32. Tucker and Bruce, The Reveal. A little later, we'll be joined again by Caller Tucker. But right now, let's flash back to April 2018. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Some people are theorizing that Bruce and Shoes is Tucker, and Tucker is playing a number of characters. Doug, do you pick up any tell? No, I don't get that sense at all. I don't. Plowhawk, what about you? No, I think they're different people. I think Bruce Iggy, is what about you? Oh, that you, you listen to, to Tucker. He can't, he can't do that voice. They don't even sound similar. The cat, you have a you have a BS radar detector like nobody's business. I finish with not you as I make my person. way. Really, not the same. And if and uh, if it turns out to be the same person, tip of the cat. Mm. Performance art because I I pick up no reads, no tells on that. Whatsoever. I can't believe Tucker would lie about having a husband and twins. That's you know you well, can. It's, it's it's Bruce who says that he has. But a if husband that's Tucker. You know, if but what gonna... if Tucker is just a character like uh, that Ed Norton character in Primal Whoa. Scream? You but don't know who is real. There is no doubt Tucker is Bruce. That's from Ollie, the really? pork salesman. I don't know. I don't think that's true. Doug, they have a similar cadence, but they are different. That's from a poor man's Don King. That adds nothing to it. <laughs> Do other people think they're the same? Oh, a bunch of texts coming in. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? How long has Bruce and Shoes been calling Long time, two thousand four or five. Yeah, and Tucker just started a year ago. So you're but maybe wait that long this to... Bruce is different than that Bruce, and this Bruce, who's also Tucker, is paying homage, homage, homage. paying homage to the Bruce from two thousand four, two thousand five. Now, there, if, if you told me that the two Bruces are different, I would say that's a possibility. the The <laughs> other, the original Bruce and Chew seem to be more quirky. Am I right about that? I just received a text. From someone who doesn't usually play in the reindeer games, who says, I have inside intel, but don't want my name on it. Tucker is Bruce. Wow. Wow. And you believe this person? Yeah. Okay, then I... I, I, I don't know that the person is saying the correct information, but this person isn't like a, you know, crap starter. Maybe we get him to call in at the same time. That's the way to prove it. Right. All right, can we set that if up? If this is the case, then uh, Bruce, Tucker, whoever you may be, tip of the cap, sir. Because I did not see that. I'm mortified. No, I You're see. mortified, Iggy. I love both of them. And if they're the same person, then I'm mortified. Don't you guys have caller ID? That's from the 314. Tim, can you check Bruce and Shoe's number and Tucker's number and see if they're the same? 
I don't see the numbers. I thought I thought when Bruce calls in, though, it does pop up as a New York City area code. I and thought Tucker's doesn't because I want to answer the phones the week. Um, um, I don't know spring training or you're at a remote. I saw Tucker's real name, and it was a Missouri number. So if Bruce and Shoes has a New York number, then we know they're not the same. Mm. Could be an elaborate ruse, man. Just Could like be. Pac. Just like Pac's living down the island somewhere. Sup, Pac? Sup, Tim? Yeah. Here's the thing, too. When someone pulls a prank on us, it hits us hard. Yeah. Alec Ogletree. We, we really Alec Ogletree. care. I'm still not over Alec Ogletree. We don't play that way. Uh, guys, I'm actually an NHL goalie. Thanks. That's from Daddy Padre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> like You're not an NHL goalie. You just aren't. Is, too. You play at a Huff and Puff League in Brentwood. And the last I heard, you gave up nine goals in a playoff uh, season any defeat. Doug, I'm actually Cardi B. Thanks. That's from Lenny Dykstra's Curious Sister. That's oh, fun. Lenny. Nice to have her on. Caller Adam is actually Dick Ford. <laughs> is that true? I don't doesn't think sound, so. Doesn't sound. <laughs> what, if, what if this whole program that's been on for how many years? 13? 14, like 14 years. 14 years is a house of cards, and it's really like the Truman Show. <sighs> It wasn't that funny, Doug. <laughs> I just imagine Dick Ford sitting at home saying the things that Adam said. No, that, don't forget about Becky Weisberger. We've had people in the past own burner phones for the sole purpose of trying to deceive this show. That's from the Casey oh, Gray sexual. Right. Yeah. And believe it or not, just for the hell of it, last week I called it and it's still active. The Becky Weisberger number is? You've reached Dr. Rebecca Weisberger. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't get that. She was it's an elaborate ruse. It was a elaborate ruse, yes. Uh, yeah, Daddy Padre, what can I do for I need to... Hey, what's going on, boys? Oh, not much. What up, Daddy? What What do you want? Yo, Cat. Cat, I was in a... I was in section two. I forgot what number. I, but I, was right, I was right above you, and I was going to scream at you, but I didn't know if you'd turn around. I saw you uh, sitting by the uh, Cincinnati satellite reporter. He was, like, probably 20 feet from you, and I, was, I just kept thinking about that awesome drop that he had about... There's been some uh, great players that have come through this Ballpark, and I, uh, I made sure I put. There have been face. some great players that have come through this ballpark. There you go, Plow- Man, yeah. Plowsy is literally Stedman esque. He's got but, magic uh, wow. fingers. How about Yo. that compliment? He's got magic, magic digits is what he's got. Yo, um, Yo. but yeah, that Alec Ogletree called Doug. You know who is like the uh, creator behind that big boy? No, Getty Padre, big boy. You were Alec Ogletree. Well, I was the fake Alec Ogletree. Remember, like you guys, you guys were like, I remember, I remember sitting there driving to work, and I remember you guys were like, "Oh, Alec Ogletree taking a while to call in, shocker, Ramp screwing up something else." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, well, here, let me hop on real quick." And I remember it was like Willie Springer, I think, and he like completely fell for it. I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's Alec Ogletree," and they're like, "All right, I'll put you on." And then I got on, and I started talking about diapies, and you guys. <laughs> Let's hear your Alec Ogletree voice. I want to hear your so Alec. Basically, all right, all right. What's what's role play here? All right, yeah. be or somebody be Willie. And then answer the phone, and I'll, I'll okay. do Alec. Ring. Ring. Right. Hey. Pick it up, Willie. Ring. Hello. Hello. Hey, man, what's going on? It's Alec. All right, we'll put you on. Kind of one of the screenings, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. And then I got on, and then Tim's like, oh, let's talk about going. I mean, it's actually on my SoundCloud. If Fozzie wants to pull it up a little bit later, I know you guys are busy, but. We're not going yeah, to your SoundCloud. Not, and we're not busy either. <laughs> I'm actually in shock right now with this Bruce and Shoes thing. I was on the edge of my seat when Tim told me about that. When I told you about like what? How, how, 
Well, no, like when you just said it on the radio. Oh, I got okay. I didn't know if we were having a conversation about it. I just found out about no, it. No, 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 no. I, I sit here and I live vicariously through the show, and I'm just sitting here on the edge of my seat, every pins and needles on every word you guys say. But uh, Clip that yeah, off. Well, I wouldn't I'm, do that. I wouldn't live your life that way. <laughs> Clip that off. Hey, Doug, I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna hop off here, and Cat, uh, I'll see you down at the ballpark, big boy. I got season right. tickets, so I'll see you down there. Yeah, All sorry right, to bother you. you. See you, Eddie Padre calling in. I don't know. I guess we. We're not going to know for sure that this is the case until they call in again. You think this is going to stick in your crawl? No, I won't. I just, really I just received another text from somebody who is a cat. You can see I don't even have the person's number saved. Uh, and it says, if you want the Tucker Bruce story, call me. Don't use my name on the air. But I know the person. So that's, right, two, that's, two, that's two different. Uh, I suppose that they're, if, if it's true that they're the same guy, we'll never hear from either one again. I know. That's sad. That's sad. Sometimes, Tim, getting to the truth is sad. What if we can only have one? If they're the same person and he says, I'm not going to be the other one. I can either be Doug, I can either be Tucker or Bruce. Which one would you rather have as a caller? Probably Tucker. I'd miss Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) He calls in once every two years. I know, but you get the New York atmosphere and, you know, the vibe. (laughs) It turns out he's in Festus. Yeah, we could make that up here. Yeah, yeah, I'd be lying about that, too, I guess. I'm just so confused. Well, don't let it get you down. You know, little details, though, like the uh, the pillow, the pregnancy pillow thing. Yeah, sea urchin. Right? So, you, I mean, right. you got to put a lot of thought in. He's not a party planner. He's not living on the Upper West Side, doesn't have twins, doesn't have a husband. Kind of sucks. We don't know that. <laughs> what difference does it make? We make stuff up here all the time. What? Speak for yourself. Like stats and stuff? Right. Right. Hey, Tim, who was the sleuth that cracked the Becky Weisberger case? Was it Brother Bear? We need him on the Tucker slash Bruce case stat. That's from Carl that kills people, and that's with a K. <laughs> Carl kills people. You don't know him, do you? What was it? Because the way that that all came to fruition. Oh, somebody texted in out of nowhere. Just into the text inbox that Becky wasn't real. And Iggy was telling me that he and Chrissy... We're going to lunch with Becky. And I said, well, that'll be interesting because somebody just texted in that she's not real. Doug had always been skeptical because Becky claimed to be an attorney or a doctor yeah. from Harvard. Harvard working at Wash U, <laughs> listening to this and bashing us all the time. Yeah, right. right. Well, the lunch sure. the lunch came up after we had heard rumblings that he was that she was fake. And then you guys laid a trap. Yeah. So there was there was actually a listener who reached out to me via Facebook and said, I know a girl I used to date and told me that Becky Weisberger is fake. <gasps> and then they started showing, he started showing me pictures of this actress, Susan Santiago. Doug, you know Susan Santiago. Yeah, double S. Yeah. Is the same person as Becky Weisberger using her pictures. So then I think Kevin Abair, brother Abair, got to the bottom of it. And I think it might have been Matt who bowls at Hanks, bought an appliance off of Becky Weisberger and her husband from an they were selling some appliances from an apartment, and she couldn't show up to sell the appliance. So the husband met him, and I think that went from there, and Aber did some digging, found some pictures, and one thing led to another, and found out that Becky Weisberger was, in fact, couple of questions. not Becky Weisberger. Cat uh, has a question. couple of questions. Go ahead, so Cat. Brother Aber needed an appliance, didn't need it, was just buying one to out this person. No, I think I think that Matt who bowls at Hanks bought the appliance did he need it or was just doing it? Yeah, he, okay. yeah that's when we thought so she that was, was real. Champ. That's when was we thought it was real. Was it dishwasher, stove, I don't microwave? Know what he I don't know. But anyway, they it was. I think it was Brother Aber that pretty much outed her. 
And then Chrissy Blake, the day we're having lunch, she goes, I'm running a little late. Is she there yet? I go, she's not coming. It's she's not real. That's what she told her. Yeah. So we had a nice lunch and a few cocktails, but she didn't show. <laughs> Drink. You went ahead with your lunch. Yeah, we went ahead with our lunch. Sure you did. A few yeah. cocktails at train wreck, but no Becky. You needed an appliance? Matt Ubolsa Hanks did. Yes, I think he did. Okay. Uh, and Daddy so. Padres sent in the audio of the Alec Ogletree call. Plowhawk, you have that? Oh, great. Boy, we turn that around. CD player? <laughs> he brings in his Walkman. Alec uh, Ogletree's on the line. I just oh. want you to... You, you, okay. You two ladies argue about Charlie's trip to the dance concert. EDM. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Don't you worry. Sending your emails on it the morning no, after we won't. It's I'm sure... Alec Ogletree loves going to Las Vegas, having a good time, like most people do. All right, let's find out. Alec Ogletree's with us on the Appliances Counter phone lines. Good morning, Alec. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Do you like doing Las Vegas? <laughs> I knew that was him right off the bat. He was way... I knew it was him because right off the bat, he was way too excited to be on. Man, we got some perverts who listen. <laughs> uh, it's it's a funny. We have four people back there, and you can you guys go on the air. <laughs> that, guy, that was a fortress. It's tough to get through the fortress. Yeah. You just call and say you're anybody. We'll take it. We'll put you right on the air. You can impersonate Rams players. It doesn't matter who. Who is this? Who is this? Doug, uh, we had a huge thing going on yesterday uh, with this allegation that, unfortunately, I believe, based on the people who texted me who aren't like people who regularly text me, that Tucker and Bruce and Shoes were the same person. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, then another gentleman who um, I know and is a credible source, texted me and said, I've known it for the last few months, but I didn't want to break your heart. Mm, I didn't want to break your heart. We didn't want it broken. And so I believe Buck Swope over the last 24 hours has been pulling segments to try and compare and contrast the cadence. He probably got out a a magnifying glass, put on a Sherlock Holmes hat. A grease pencil. So Swope Swope is actually already on the appliance discounter phone lines. Uh, Good morning, uh, Buck. Hello, Swope. Design air heating and cooling 7 o'clock hour. Doug, welcome to it. It's hard to stop a train. What's up, kids? Yeah. Doug Tucker versus Bruce Buck Swope's audio forensics with a right, verdict. So first of all, let me let me, uh, and I don't have like audio pulled for this. I, I'm just this is simply my. Uh, I mean, my I'm words. a little disappointed. You know, you know, I have a real job. I have to say that. Wow, that's um, a shout out. Busy, oh yeah, busy one day, of them. Busy day yesterday. Uh, I didn't have time to pull out all the audio. I was listening to it. I just didn't have time to edit it and have it ready for this. Right. So I don't want to out. I don't want to out. Tucker's identity. I think he's he's a great caller, kind of like Plops. We don't want to discourage the participation. Okay, but I, and I know Tim has some of the same information. I'm sure I he probably has additional information on top of that that might you know change my mind. But based on my intel, I believe Tucker lives in St. Louis. He is not a hundred percent who he says he is. On top of his name, his. Um, I think his stated profession and where what part of town he came from, I think he embellished on those to kind of maybe to protect his anonymity, maybe because he had other reasons, whatever. Um, I think in general, people who participate in this show on any kind of vile uh, topic don't necessarily want their government names out there because all it takes is one person who wants your job and they use that against you and all of a sudden you're answering questions. Mm-hmm. Um so we, I think I can understand why Tucker would be um, 
a little bit deceiving with some of his stuff. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure um, about all of it. Like, are his calls real? I know Tucker is based on Tucker Max. That was the origins of the character. Um, don't don't have to get into all that. But that's that's up. Who is so Tucker Max? That. Wait, so hold on. Yeah. Who is, do you know who Tucker Max? No, who's Tucker Max? You know who Tucker Max? I'm familiar with Tucker Max. Yes. I don't want to get into. I don't want to get into Tucker Max. We don't have time for that. Well, you brought it so, up. No, I'm no. I want to know. Google, is is he is he a literary character or a character from? He's a TV? lawyer. He was a lawyer, and he was like an a writer, and he had a cult following on the internet. Okay, and, fair enough. So you can Google him, Google him later. Doug, Google him later. Okay. But hold, Buck, we did have time for that. We did have time for that seven-second explanation. You'd, when when we're done, you'll see I have more stuff to get to. So Okay, sorry. So now let's talk about Bruce. Bruce has been calling in. Now, there's Bruce in Shoes. I don't think I'm. it could be the same Bruce that was Bruce in Shoes that called in during the grind um, era. I don't have any of those Bruce and Shoes calls handy. I know in the one-year anniversary uh, grind episode that Prod Joe gave me, Bruce and, Bruce and Shoes is referenced during that first anniversary show, 2005. So I don't know. Now, this Bruce from New York graduated from Mizzou, you know, if we're to believe him at his word, mm. graduated from Mizzou in 2004, so it's possible. But without any audio to go back to, I think the suggestion that we simply applied the name Bruce and Shoes to this new Bruce is the more likely scenario. I Either agree way. with that. That is Either nice. Way. That because, is nuanced. I be, like that. Because the old Bruce and Shoes, Tim, if you remember, and it was many years ago, when <laughs> you get to be our age, sometimes you forget things like to put on socks. But the other Bruce and Shoes, the original, seemed to be more flamboyant. And less, let's say, family oriented. Am, am I wrong? That's how I remember it. That's that's correct. Okay. Because he's a gentleman that's in love and married to another gentleman. I think people put two and two together. Sometimes two and two does not equal. Mm. Doug, two and mm. two does not always. Sometimes equal it doesn't. You know, not in this case. And Sorry, Buck. Go ahead. I want to say even. You know, I would say my probability that Tucker and Bruce are the same person, I'd put it somewhere between 6 and 15%. Doug, not, 6 and 15%. How do you come up with those numbers? Well, 6% we'll get into chance. We'll get into that. Well, well I would say because I'm 100% sure that Tucker is from St. Louis, and I'm 90% sure Bruce is from New York or lives in New York. So that, you know, that doesn't leave me much wiggle room for them being the same person. So either way. Okay. We've got Bruce calling in from New York. He's been calling in since, I think, 2016. Did he start calling in 2015 or 16? I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I, you know, this came up last fall, and I think it was Dogtown Astrovan slid into my DMs, and he slid in we were there, discussing it. <laughs> we were discussing it, and I went. I spent several hours one weekend going back and listening to all of Bruce's calls. Oh, Lord, Looking for anything, looking for anything that would prove that Bruce and Tucker were the same or anything that would discredit Bruce's story because Bruce goes off on these tangents. You know, he's talking about Drew Gooden's draft suit. Uh, He goes off on these tangents that if he was lying, it would be, he would be more cautious. He would probably, I just don't think he would steer the conversation into so many random tangents and you're asking him about New York fashion stuff. Stuff. And I mean, Tucker might know all that stuff and be able to BS it. He watches a lot of Bravo, reads whatever. But I just, if they are the same person, this is a Martin Short, Andy Kaufman level performance artist. Oh, wow. 
I think if you go back and listen to all of Bruce's call, yeah, if you listen to them now, they sound similar. And if you know that Tucker is not who he says he is, and you know that Tucker has called in as multiple personalities before, then maybe you think, oh, this has to be one of them. But I just think I need more than just they sound alike. And I do agree. They, they, they both are too good to be true. I mean, a party planning, you know, a, a Mizzou J school got, you know, homosexual who went to New York to become a party planner to the stars and calls into the morning after kind of seems too good to be true. Right. Um, yeah, yep, maybe it does. Should have seen should have seen that one coming. However, yep. there are there are lots of interesting characters in. I mean, would you think Biff was real if you didn't know him? Well, maybe like, not. You know, right. Maybe not. Good so um, so I think there's there, there you have to leave. You can't speak in certainties. I don't have a verdict. I'm giving you probabilities and leaving myself an out if there's more information that comes to light. But back to Bruce. So he's called in. He talks about he grew up in Clayton in a conservative family. Sure. They lived in Chelsea, and they were paying sixty eight hundred a rent. I mean, or a month for rent. You know, these are things that he when he went into a lot of detail on his calls. Uh, is is he gave his parents maiden names, uh, or his mom's him and Bruce's mom's, uh, or him and Jacob's mom's maiden names. I think it was Prescott and Beaumont. So these are things that could be verified. These are things, if we dug, we could actually verify this. We don't just have to go on people texting Tim off the record. Can I, um, can I just jump in here Cause, and tell sure. me if you guys are with me? But the one thing based on the information that you're presenting and you're doing in a very compelling way, the one thing that strikes me that I'm now absolutely certain of mm. is that this show is a total waste of time. Mm. Yeah. What? Sure. You with me? I you, just broke, you just broke Swope's heart. So, <laughs> No, you're trying to fill three hours. I'm calling in at okay. 7.15. Uh, yeah, you know, you're welcome. Yes, it is. Yeah, go ahead. Continue. Sit back, cat, and, you know, you're getting paid. So, <laughs> we're pro- oh, they talked about moving out to Westchester County. They moved from Chelsea to the Upper West Side because they adopted the twins. They're talking about moving to Westchester County. It's possible that Tucker came up with this whole backstory, and this is part of his character. I mean, all of this is possible, but then Iggy's asking if – he knew Joanne's and Bruce knew it was owned by Lady Gaga's family. I just he's he's talking about going to some Condé Nast meeting to plan the party for their editor who was retiring and knew it was going to be in December. And this was an this call was in October. And that party was true, um, too, because I looked it up in The New York Post and they had a big article yeah. about that party. So he knew about the party. Yeah. So. Oh, and the thing is, he called in and he, last year. Remember, he talked about not being a gold star gay, and he's talking about, you know, when he was in high school, he had sex with a girl because he was just trying to fit in, and he had frosted tips, and he got drunk at, got drunk and screwed at a house off hmm. McKnight. You know, this is just very specific yeah, detail. You know, he grew up in Clayton. Uh, it's possible that Tucker <laughs> came up with all of this, right? But there's just uh, – I couldn't find going over all these calls. I was looking for and slipping up. Remember caller JR, the guy that talked about Obama? You know, a lot of people thought he was yeah. – a lot of people thought he was real. But then you listen, he confused Jerry Falwell with uh, Pat Robertson mm-hmm. with the universities. Like he just – he got mixed up with a little of his, uh, his BS. And I just would think Bruce's calls go into so many different avenues yeah. that – it would just be very difficult to keep that up, especially when there's heat on you. I mean, it's not like this is the first time this is brought up. This has been this has been in the on the fan page since like last fall. I saw it on Nightline the per- that these are the same person. Oh, did Nightline cover it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ted Koppel came in. Not this far in depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would think so if two, I, just, I, I would think if two guys claim to listen to the show frequently, 
and one of the topics for two days has been they're a fraud, wouldn't you think they'd call in if they were not a fraud and say, hey, what are you talking about? No, it's me. That's true. I would say that is true. And I think, uh, but th- then again, you know, maybe they're pressed for time. I think, well, I think Tucker doesn't necessarily want to have the conversation because he doesn't necessarily want his identity out there. And you start asking him questions and don't let him be Tucker. It's going to, he's not going to, he doesn't want to do that. Um, With, with Bruce, I think he probably gets a kick. If if he is in fact a real person, I mean, I think he's probably getting a kick on kick out of it and he's going to let it go on for a while, but eventually will, you know, call back in and, you know, I, I would expect Bruce to call back in at some point and address it. But I don't necessarily think it's his priority. He might not even be on. He might not be active on the fan page. He might not even be listening to this live now. Uh, so we don't know. I do think it would be good to get them both on the phone at the same time. Well, of course, that, that would that would that would wrap it up. So let, let, let me let me find out where you are. Thank you. So let me so let me find out where you are on everything here. Sure. So sure. You, do you believe Tucker is real? But you don't believe Tucker is who he says he is. Am I correct on that assessment? Um, well, real is such. I mean, I, you know, you know, my name is not Buck Swope. So oh, Doug, Doug, Doug. Yeah, what is it? I, you know, it's a, it's a nom de plume. I can. I'll, I'll get. I'll get into that later if I oh, have. Like Oliver. Um, <laughs> so I believe. I believe Tucker. I, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure if his stories are real. You know, like he talks about all the stories. I'm not sure how much of him is real and how much of him is fake. I do know where he went to high school. I do know his real name. I do know where he works. I do know where he has worked. I know. You know this? You know, really? Yeah. I know his ex-wife's name. Um, that's the thing. Wow. He said, he said he was married, but apparently he's divorced. And I'm, I, I hope I'm not getting too detailed, but that's one of those things that maybe he didn't want it to come out. Maybe he didn't, um, or maybe he didn't want to tip people off. I don't know. I don't think I think he's going to way too much trouble to hide his identity, given, you know, that he's not really saying anything that's really that out there, because um, all of Tucker's stories have been like living through other people. Remember, he's just at these places and he's not actually doing any of these deeds. That being said, he probably just doesn't want his name attached to it. So so I, I have a lot of intel. I don't want to give his name. I don't want him. I don't want to discourage him from calling. Um, but I do think it would help for him to call in. Did you say he went to high school? You know where he went to high school or he went to high school with you? No, I don't. I don't. I, I, I know where he went to high school based on, I have a source who slid, who slid into my, uh, my DMs yesterday and I, uh, was, you know, waiting on a, waiting on a different call and I had an exchange with him. So I had an hour to kill and we, we went into some detail about what he knew. And then I took that information and went and dug further and found more that corroborated what he said. You know, I found a picture of the ex-wife on a website that he confirmed was her. I found, you know, his LinkedIn page. I found um, just lot. There's just lots of stuff out there. If you look, that's a lot so, of work to find out if Bruce and shoes is actually Tucker. I would never mess Iggy, with Buck Swope. He can. Iggy, I want to just say really quick. I just want to say, Iggy, I thought you did an outstanding job recapping the Becky Weisberger thing yesterday. The with, with, uh, you, with brother Abear and Matt Bulls and Hanks. That was that was a really convoluted story. I don't think I could have even explained it without going back and rereading it all. So I just thought you did a great job uh, recapping a very difficult story to explain. It took me thirty seconds to recap it. Well, you were involved in it, so I guess you remember it. Yeah, it was no, pretty, yeah. pretty quick. You did. Wasn't you were, it? Yeah. Just yeah. Saying pat on the back, job well done, mm-hmm. good work. Oh, thank, so, um, thank you to Swope. It's Swope's and Iggy and I are cool. We 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 give each other crap, but oh, Iggy we, and I are cool. We're, just, we're great, buddy. We'll have a beer tomorrow night.
I just we will we will. I just want to put that out there in case people <laughs> think that we are like real enemies in real life. No, we're not. So, um, Doug, what is fake and so, what is real anymore? Uh, who don't? So, who so knows? back to Tucker. Back to Tucker. Oh, he, but, but, it's a riddle wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> and and you know and he's his profession. You know he said he was a lawyer. He's not really a lawyer. Okay, so. That I know, I know there is some degree of Tucker that is uh, that is fake, and I know there are probably multiple people out there that are contacting Tim with this information that they have. Different people giving some of the same information. I just, just because they sound alike, and just because Tucker is fake, and just because Bruce seems too good to be true, I just don't buy that. All of that together means that Bruce is Tucker. Well, here we do have caller ID. I can confirm there are at least two different cell phones. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I know that may be easy, but it's certainly not an area, a St. Louis area cell phone area code for Bruce. I had never looked and seen if it's the New York area code, but it certainly is a. I mean, that's slim chance. You understand that. if if they are in fact the same person, this is a Kaiser Soze level <laughs> oh, uh, character we are dealing with. Okay, like obviously he's going to have a New York phone. Like anyone who travels or anyone who works in a company that has. You know, VoIP um, phone. You can get a. You can just order a new, a new phone for, with a New York number if you want. You know, those are. You want to do that through work for something as silly as? Would you go through all of that yeah. just to call a radio station? Mm, I, I don't. don't well, I don't hey, you know, know. <laughs> I I don't know, Iggy. Why don't you ask Becky? You know. Well, she um, wasn't calling a radio station. She was just trying to. She had some ulterior motives. Yeah, I don't that's think true. That's true. Do. And that's the thing. We don't really know. We don't really know what Tucker's ultimate. You know, I don't know. I I'm not out He's to a paint Russian Tucker's operative. a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not out to paint Tucker as a bad guy. I like Tucker. I don't mean to blow up his spot. I just think there's a lot of allegations being out there. I just want to say this is what's true. This is what I've confirmed. And this is what I we don't know. Um, and the thing about, oh, and here's the other thing I just want to put out there. Okay. The person, the person that gave me my information doesn't think Bruce is Tucker. And this person had a lot of facts that, that added up and made sense. And I felt like he had a real handle on the character. He even had heard... Tucker call in on a previous call when he didn't identify himself as Tucker. He identified himself as something else. And um, he pointed me to that audio and I went back and listened to that. And so there's definitely, oh, and by the way, shout out to all of my, uh, my sources and my, the people that have helped me on this in the last 24 hours. Doug Rowan, you know Bernstein sent out. a shout out on their uh, are investigation. Sh- are out, you sure you I'm have another job? Anybody, but I have, I have, I have people working on this behind the scenes. <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, you did a nice job here. Thank you. You so, did a nice so job. So I just want to say, the guy who pointed me to all of this information <laughs> doesn't think Bruce is Tucker, and he knows probably more than most people that are that are weighing in. So with that, Tim, go ahead. Seamaster uh, 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 just texted me and said, when Bruce called in yesterday, he called in from a 314 number. Well, if he was from St. Louis, he might have held on to his phone. That's correct. Like producer Joe, I think, yeah. still is like a 770, even though he's been here for 14 years. Right. See, and by the way, producer Joe texted me during this, uh, and he said there is no way that Bruce and Shoes and Bruce in New York are the same. Bruce and Shoes was more flamboyant, and I believe he was an African-American gentleman. I don't recall one way or the other on that. Know, and we don't, we don't know if this Bruce is white or African-American. I have no idea. But I do remember the old Bruce. I actually used that word flamboyant and was a little bit more risque, less family-oriented. Right. But maybe, Bruce. you know, maybe he's decided to settle down with Jacob. Mm-hmm. Well, you, uh, you Maybe Jacob's down, got yeah. that ass. 
<laughs> I don't know what that has anything to do with anything, but you get a you get a kid in the mix and uh, kind of changes your priorities. Yeah. And your sensibility. The so problem it, with this story is uh, this may be the last time we ever hear from Tucker or Bruce and Shoes. Because they've been outed. Because maybe outed and they don't want to reveal. I think Buck Swope was on to something. If you get them talking out of their element about their own personal lives, it's going to be hard not to reveal something that they don't want to be revealed. So instead of calling in for a fun-loving conversation, they know it could turn to us, you know, grilling them on who they really are. Maybe we ruined a good thing by being cynical. That may be. You know, Tim, here's an interesting twist, and Buck can can weigh in on this, too. So I'm in the Cardinal Clubhouse yesterday, and Marcelo Zuna goes, (laughs) I go, what? And he calls me over, and he goes, he he said, I heard Jay Bruce is Bruce and Hughes. No! He did not say that. Yes, he did. I don't think he said it. So the bottom line to all this is there's a 6 to 15% chance it's the same person. <laughs> That's correct. We're, we're going math with it. Well, unless, what does Tim got? You got anything? What do you think, Tim, based on everything I've said? Based on the two people who texted me during the show who are not like people who just like text me all the time, I would say I believe, unfortunately, that Bruce and Tucker are the same person. Do you really? I don't. Yeah, well, I do. Well, here's here's my question on that. And this is, again, where this is very uh, Bobby Axelrod trying to put yourself in the mind of, Doug, of Bobby the Bobby Axelrod. Person, right? no, who the hell is that? So, <laughs> Who's Bobby Axelrod? Are you, are you the guy you mentioned that I wasn't allowed no, to ask? Moose Scourin? No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, Doug, no spoilers. Please, I'm a couple episodes behind. Doug, okay. no spoilers on Bobby Axelrod. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, uh, billions, Doug. Come on. Showtime. Oh, sorry, I don't watch your TV show. Guy? Is that, is that, uh... That's David Axelrod. Bobby Axelrod is Damian Hall's character. Is it Damian Lewis? Damian, Damian Lewis. Uh, on Billions. Wonderful show. So, no. if you knew, I guess, if you knew Bruce was fake, I guess, obviously, people that are texting you know Tucker is fake. But I'm guessing the only way they would know Bruce is Tucker is if the person they know as Tucker told them that he is Bruce. Or how else? How else would they know? Doug, because I don't know. It, it's like, oh, I know Bruce. He's Tucker. It's you would only know them by the one identity that they are. So how would you know that they're the other identity other know. than oh, his voice is the same, so it must be him. I thought you were the gumshoe. I don't know. No, I'm just saying hypothetically. Think about the logic. How would you know that they're the same person unless you unless that person told you? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. So that's why I'm getting back to Tim's sources. I think they believe that they're accurate. And I don't think they, I don't think Tim believes that he that he has every reason to believe them. But I'm just saying I think they're jumping to a conclusion based on less than solid evidence. And I think there's it still remains to be seen. I guess another question we should ask is: Does this matter? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> well, you want to get into? You want to talk Tower T? You want to talk Tower T? Cut that off. That, that can be used as Alpinas. You want to talk golf drop going forward? <laughs> Yeah. Doug, you want to talk yeah. Tower T? Uh, okay, if you'd like to, sure. Yeah, that, that affects so, me. So uh, I edited a little. I edited a little video using your audio from Friday. Uh, I posted it on Facebook. You <laughs> haven't seen it on Facebook, Doug, because you have me blocked on Facebook. Oh, what'd but, you do? You must have done something you nasty. You can you can see it on Twitter. You can see it on Twitter. You know what I did? I we covered it on at TMA Live in your Best Buy thread. Remember, you were on uh, Best Buy's right, right. They wiped out my website, computer, and yep. they asked. They asked. You, and you were you were recapping it, and you were hopping mad. Yeah. And then they said something like, "Will you come into the store?" And then that'll 
you can let us know the best position or something. And I reply, doggy style is Doug's favorite. Ah, position. you're block- blocking. Then, right there, you're blocking. And then, I, blocking. And then I, have a, I have a screenshot of a message of you DMing me right before you blocked me, telling me how vile I was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've screenshotted that and produced I, I presented it to you. That'll get you blocked. Yeah. Yeah. That'll get you That's blocked. fine. But I'm just saying, you can find it on Twitter. You haven't blocked me on Twitter. Well, let me. Um, <laughs> so so uh, I'm still in the clear there. Okay. But the point being is Tower T. They, they're successful. They're a successful operation. Yeah. They've been there for 55 years. Mm-hmm. It's owned by Channel Five. It's zoned for golf. The only way that it's making money is as a recreational driving range, batting cages, all that. Mm-hmm. But of course, because it's sitting in real estate inside of 270, there's people who make who do who build houses that want to build houses on it. Of course, there's people that want to build houses on every open plot of land in St. Louis County because they know they can get money for it. They can build houses that they build way out in the exurbs and they can charge double for them if they build them in Afton. So that doesn't mean that we should rezone it and let some corporation in Virginia cash in on our, on the land in our County when that's the, it's like an endangered species. It's the only mm-hmm. public driving range in inside of 270 South of 40. And it's still bu- it's busier than ever because of that. Like Pro Am South closed, it's now a church, and uh, I just think th- there's no way that it's in St. Louis County's best interest to rezone this land. Which gets us to why haven't we heard anything about this? Stanger hasn't said anything about it, but does that really surprise us with him? You got Pat Dolan. Pat Dolan is the one who really controls this. This is in his district. If he doesn't give it the green light, it's not going to happen. I emailed him about it on Friday after McBride Barra released their PR. He didn't get back to me. So I'm starting to think he's he's on the take. I'm starting to think, actually, I shouldn't say that. No, I shouldn't say anything. I shouldn't say anything like that. I'm starting to think he doesn't respect the, the fact that there's a lot of people upset about this, he doesn't think there's any chance he's going to lose his job, so he's just going to ignore it. He's going to lay in the cut. He's going to let the developers get everything, knowing that it's probably the path of least resistance for him. And I think we need to prove him wrong. I'm seeing him. I'm seeing Save Tower T signs in Shrewsbury now. Uh, you know, my video had over a thousand views. There's definitely movement on this, and you know, I think you guys all talked except for Tim. Everybody on the show. Doug, Plowsy, and Cat all talked about specifically going there for batting cages. I've been there five times this year already, and it's only been about one good day. Why are we getting rid of this place? We all use it. Like, I might go there once a year, but I'm going to go there a lot more in 10 years when my kids are older. Like, I don't want want this thing to go away, and I certainly don't want it to go away to build a bunch of houses just so some – you know, Virginia Corporation can cash in on the land and sell it to some builder who's going to squeeze 150 houses in there. I've heard the concern is among the people that are running the driving range and the batting cages is that even if the zoning doesn't go through right now, the owners will simply uh, not renew the lease of the people. Right. Well, that is that and is then they'll, kind then of... they'll just sit there vacant until finally they say, "Okay, I guess we better give you That's... your zoning." I was speaking with someone who's married to a fairly prominent St. Louisan uh, a while ago about this. And he was like, well, what's going to happen is if you do that, he, he kind of outlined how they were going to play it. And that's kind of to be expected. And I think business as usual, that's how it works. But in this case, the owner is channel five and they had, we can make it. And Doug, you have every vested interest to do this. We can make it more costly to their public image than the, any money they're going to make selling Tower T. We can permanently damage their brand by 
attaching this to them and we can get boycotts, we can do protests, we can, um, and, and the thing is, they can stall, they still have to get it rezoned. Channel 5 is, should be making money on the land. If they want to shut it down, they're going to get a whole bunch of negative publicity, and then we're still going to show up at that meeting, and if Pat Dolan thinks that it's going to just go away, he's wrong. They're on notice. Pat Dolan's on notice, KSDK's on notice, and uh, <laughs> I think I've, if Tegna and KSDK find a developer that can develop part of the land and allow batting cages and, and driving range to continue to operate. They can get one revenue stream mm-hmm. permanently and they can get a, a cash out, a short term cash out. Now you get a developer who can build, you know, a few dozen houses, maybe, maybe they're nicer. Maybe they'll attract better people than, than these other houses would attract. And it, beca- it enhances the neighborhood. That's how we should be thinking. That is what St. Louis needs to get shake off is this. Oh, let's just, you know, cut our nose to spider face and, oh, we'll create a bunch of jobs building these crappy houses and get rid of a landmark. Like, that's, I'm not going to sit sit for it. No, you should. Okay. All right, Buck's up. Wonderful. Now, here's the deal. Uh, Tucker is on the line, and he would okay. like to have a conversation with you. Doug, I'd like to welcome Tucker, up, Tucker? to the appliance discounter phone lines here in the Design Air Heating and Cooling 7 o'clock hour. Design Air, it's hard to stop a train. They're online at designairservice.com. Tucker, go ahead. I'm going to eat some popcorn here and just listen. Good morning, guys. How is everyone? Hello, Tucker. We're fine. How are you? Or should we Good. say Bruce? Um, well, I don't know. Buck, you... Uh, you provided probably one of the better uh, last 40 minutes of radio I've heard. So congratulations. You're really, uh, you're one of my favorites. Enjoy. Thanks, listening to mutual mutual to respect. Not to mention <laughs> the Boogie Nights is probably my favorite movie. Um, and I know, I know you caught the billions reference plus Floyd Gondoli reference on Sunday, but we won't spoil anything for Iggy, right? No spoilers. Okay. Off you go. All right. Okay, good. So, I'm a little disappointed because I think you've got the wrong guy because, one, I've never been divorced. Um, but you're, you did some good work, my man. Like I, uh, I will say this. Stories are I, don't, I don't have confirmation on the divorce, only the identity of the wife. So I was going on. <laughs> yeah. So I will say. No, no, no. Hold say, on. Hold I, on. Hold on. If I may, I'm pretty sure you had the identity of the ex-wife, which would make it a divorce. Well, well, you said yeah, ex-wife. Right. He might have gotten some false information there because I, honest to God, I've never even had an ex-girlfriend. I've uh, been, I've had the same uh, girlfriend and wife since 2000. So that, uh, right. he, he got that part a little bit wrong. What but I'm saying is, Kat, that I, I didn't see a, I didn't see a divorce notice, so I couldn't verify that they got divorced. Right, but I, 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 just, hold on. For the listener that might be having a tough time following <laughs> this, one of the things that I was able to lock on is that you had the identity of an ex-wife. You didn't say... Possibly X Y. You said X Y. That's what you said. Too, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I, I I concur. I was incorrect. I had infer- I had you wrong information. He, he pointed me in many other directions where I found. He point. He said. He said what part of town he grew up in, and I found the high school. Um, so let's talk about this. Did you work at a place uh, where there was a programmer named Shveta? Doug, Doug, that question's for you. Wait, hold on. Can no. you can you repeat the question so Iggy can write it down and just throw that in your drop? <laughs> the, the answer is no. Shveta. Okay. Uh, not, what about Ro- not, did you work? Not. Did you work? Have you worked somewhere where somebody was named Rokus? Not at all. No. I'm okay. Sorry, okay. Then I might have the wrong person. I might have. Very I don't well. want to, we just I'm spent forty-five fuck. minutes on the Wait wrong a minute. person, fuck. didn't we? Fuck! Fuck! Very hold well on! Might. Hold on! Fuck, fuck you! Very you well just might. you just you just used two names: Sveta and Rokus. <laughs> yeah. 
Because let me explain. Let me explain. Why don't we let because, Tucker talk and explain himself? Well, I will let Tucker talk. You want to understand what my questions were? I'm trying to ask questions that will not bring heat on him. Well, obviously the two people I just named, he would know. But maybe it was maybe it was a bad choice of, of questions. But it would be a, something that if he worked at the place that I found on his LinkedIn that he doesn't work anymore, but I have mutual, I have mutual contacts who work there. So I was naming people who are, who have very distinct names that if he was that person, he would know those. He might know those people. I don't know how big that company is. He might not have had any contact with those people, but I didn't, I had never heard of this company before I dealt with them and it's on his LinkedIn. So I thought maybe that would verify that. uh, Mr. Mr. Swope, I'll, I'll message you offline. I think you got the wrong guy, but I, uh, I, I thought, uh, I thought your, uh, your detective work was a lot of fun. Uh, I got keyed into it yesterday afternoon and, uh, it really made my night. So thank you for that. Tucker, that was, uh, Tucker, right, are you, right. Tucker, are well, you, you, you in Tucker? Hold on. You, swope, swope, if you want to give on, me an exclusive, on, I will, uh, I'll tell your story. Well, if you don't need an exclusive, you've been wrong on everything so far. <laughs> Tucker, <laughs> are you indeed, are you indeed a litigation lawyer? Negative. Didn't you say you were a lawyer? That's correct. I'm yeah, he not a lawyer. Say... He, was, he was right. I did not want to uh, well, okay. reveal my real identity. And Swope's for, right about you know, that one. Same, Swope was dead on about that. I love calling the show. I love listening. But I'd rather not have, you know, my coworkers all coming up to me and asking, although most of them. Tucker, let me, I appreciate it. We're, we're, we're 46 minutes into the hour. Let me, let me ask the question that really is the whole point of the discussion. Are you Bruce in New York? I am Bruce. Oh, my God. We are we are one of the same, Tim. Oh, my God. Go into the Bruce voice up. right now. Give up. us a little Bruce right now. I didn't buy it. I didn't I didn't think you were. Leah, let's hear the Bruce voice now. Guys, Tucker is so immature. No. I just don't understand. Damn it. I feel like I'm watching the crying game again. Dude, Tucker, you're unbelievable. This is That's the amazing. Show is there's more. Wait, there's one more. I have one more. Have you? Oh, no, he's somebody else. Don't say, uh, don't say, uh... <laughs> Don't say Douglas. Big Al. Don't, don't say, say Big don't, Al. Don't say Biff. <laughs> but, but the most uh, upset I've been on your call so far is that you said that JR's facts don't line up because I thought I did a pretty good job on that. Oh. He's also JR. Oh. JR, the, the bigot caller. Right? During the election. Obama. Right. Yeah. Obama, yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew JR was fake, but I didn't know that Bruce, Tucker, and JR were all the same. And just to well, clarify, I, wait, oh, Tucker or Bruce or or Jr. So, but this is not the the first Bruce and Shoes, right? You were not. No, associated. And to be honest, you guys brought that up, and I listened starting in uh, 04, end of 04, 05, mm-hmm. and I remember that dude. But when you reference his name, I just kind of glossed by it, man. Like I wasn't trying to uh, disrupt that part of the show or whatever. But the the, the Bruce character and. I, I'm sure you all want to go into history about this at some point. I'm willing to talk. I, oh, Buck does. I, I, ne- I never kept it a secret. And what's funny, I never even disguised my numbers and always call it from a 314. Same cell phone. I don't own two cell phones. So, <laughs> I it's, not, say, it's, not, it's not tough to slip a breaking ball by the show. No. But, <laughs> you know, what jo- Joseph Goebbels um, and- said the biggest, the biggest lie is the most believable. But I will say well, this. Well, that whole character and all the details that seem so extraneous – made your character more believable. So well done yeah, keeping so I, it all straight. I I do a little improv. I've done a little improv in the past. I, I Just for fun. Like, I'm not a pro or anything. I have a normal nine-to-five job, three yeah. kids, play sports, live in a normal house. All right. But I uh, I started doing uh, phone calls when I was about 10 years old. I used to sell them in high school. 
and had fun. And this has uh, been going on actually for the, the Bruce character was born in uh, 2006, actually on the Kevin Slayton show when it was on 590 in the afternoons. And Swope, I don't know if you could ever find those tapes, but uh, it used to get Kevin just a bit riled up. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just it kind of stuck around. <clears throat> What's most shocking to me, boys, is that there have to be five or six hundred people in St. Louis that know about this, and it's never it's never hit before. But no, it's been a good run, guys. You guys have uh, the best show in St. Louis radio. I love it every minute of it. Uh, I'm sorry to the audience that it's not real, but I, you know, I don't want to live. I don't want to live double life anymore, boys. I'm just trying to. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have, really matter have, that it's not real. It doesn't, we don't care. My family. You know, if people want if people want me to ever call in character, or whatever, I'm happy to do it. It's for yeah, fun. Call, call back a, is Tucker. People love Tucker. I wanted to, I wanted to I, meet Jacob. I have a long. Uh, well, there's a yeah. There was a guy that could be Jacob too, and I. Uh, <laughs> he was he was one of my buddies. He was willing to do it, but uh, but no. The, the cadence thing, everything, I've really enjoyed the last day kind of hearing all these theories. It's been a lot of fun, and I've never hidden from it. I've told 100 people. I just uh, am shocked that it took this long for someone to crack the case. But, no, you guys are the best. You are the best. Doug, well, I, see, I see you're pretty upset about this. No, I'm not the least bit upset. <laughs> I don't care who's calling. The calls were entertaining. That's all that really matters. I, I, killed, some care. I killed some times. Yes. I think it's one of the saddest days in the history of TMA. I love. Really? Well, there are a lot of people texting in right now who are heartbroken about this news. Really? Yeah. And I, knew, real. I knew that would be the case. I knew that would be the case, and I, I understand that. But like, one part of me, when all that stuff was going on with that like Becky girl, like I didn't. I I don't mean anything malicious. I'm just joshing around, like having fun. Like, so I never wanted to take it to like the next level. And I thought, well, if anyone's going to like try to use this for for in some way for like a nefarious way, I didn't want that to come out. So. Hey, what the heck? It's been a good run. It's been like 12 years. Does this uh, mean you were also so, lying about the lesbians in the coffee shop in Clayton? Don't no, tell no, me. no. So that, that, that's, that's the whole great. thing. That's the story. great. The, that's the great red to hear. L, <laughs> The Red L pizza, like, I was sitting there that day when that happened, oh. watching the lesbianism. That's 100%. Yeah, the stories, the stories are real. Uh, uh, and I did. He's exactly right. I've had the same wife slash girlfriend for 18 years. So I've lived vicariously through my buddies, and those stories are 100% real. I, I never read the Tucker Max stuff, though. So, like, the name just is kind of like a, a pseudonym I used when I called. And people ask how I knew so much about New York. I go there for work quite a bit. have a bunch of friends that live there. Um, Bruce is actually based on, like, a combination of one or two buddies that live there. And uh, <laughs> I, so I just happen to know, like, and I'm, I'm pretty quick. Like, I don't ever plan the calls out. Usually it's like my buddy texts me and says, hey, I'm listening with my coworkers. Can you call into TMA? And I say, sure, cool. I'm driving with my kids. I'm taking them to daycare or I'm, uh, you know, driving up to uh, our headquarters, which is a few hours away. And I'm like, hey, let's let's do it. Sounds fun. But that's, that's it. That's the story, guys. That's Swope, nothing, uh, Swope nothing how do you feel? Swope, how do you feel? You spent like two days on stuff that isn't true. Well, one day. And I think we got to the bottom of the story, Iggy. I think we got we got we produced an hour of radio and uh, we get, I can do a, a soda on him now. You got to realize you got to realize I had, I mean, Tim, you can look and I can forward it to you, but I sent Tim like a 2000 word email about caller JR like three years ago. And, uh, but I never, you can't do a soda really. And I mean, you, I did the Joshua one, but you don't, you really want to wait until you can identify the person before you do a soda on them. So uh, Tucker, I, Tucker, I were you be... also chin strap Mike? No, no, not chin strap Mike, but there were two other one-time calls that I'll give you kind of a insight in that I did call. Uh, one was called Richard. Buck, you're going to need to find these. 
One was called found- Richard, and he okay. he was an expert in like '90s sitcoms. Um, and I was like, it was like a nerdy voice. And then the other is probably my favorite call that I ever did to the show. I think it was two years ago in May, and it was RJ. <laughs> Who had been on a crack bender like yeah. that night after a dental convention? No, I remember RJ. And Doug, do you remember so RJ? Were... He was on a crack bender after a dental convention. I, I don't. So I don't remember. Him. You, Matt was like really nervous because he kept he kept saying this guy is doing drugs on our air, and that's what I remember about the call is that he kept saying I've never listened back to it, but he I just remember he kept saying this man is doing drugs on our air because I was like <laughs> sniffling and stuff. And it was pretty funny. Like I was, oh, I, that was the one time I had to try really hard not to laugh because I almost broke. Yeah, you stayed. The, the thing that's so good is that you stay in character flawlessly. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I, I've always had that in my genes. There's nothing like I'm. I'm not like the smartest guy. Like I don't program computers or anything. That's just one thing. That and uh, Tim, I could rival you on dates. Uh, that's the one. Oh, uh, wow. The one other thing. Like I, you give me '90s sports, pop culture. Who won a championship? What year? I'm pretty good. But uh, that's it. That's all I'm good at in life is like those two things. So did you so say you, so you did them. you did improv comedy or you, what's that about? I took like two classes at Mizzou, but not like serious. Okay, like, it wasn't. I never went on stage or anything like that. Because my brother has that improv fun. shop, and I would love to see you uh, go down there and do and do some work. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it in person. I'd be, I'd, I'm happy to try and make an ass of myself. There's no. Uh, I've done that already for years. Obviously, calling to be a. Uh, Guy that lives on the Upper West Side with a partner and two Jacob. snotty wasps named children. <laughs> yeah, or they Bo and Porter or something like that. Uh, Beaumont and Prescott. Yeah, <laughs> Prescott. Hilarious. Those names. Those names didn't really fit. <laughs> so yeah. So um, no, but I appreciate all the humor you guys and uh, know that there was no uh, no malice in any of this. I had a great time with it. Buck, you are uh, you are an unbelievable man. I don't know what how you get into all this stuff, but you're amazing. You've made the show good. Tim, to guide this ship for this long, man, I got to tell you, it's impressive. The sports talk radio in St. Louis doesn't last long. Uh, this one has, my man, and uh, I appreciate it, man. You guys are the best. Doug, uh, Tucker is Bruce. So who are these other guys, Smegma and Rourke, or whoever you were talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I want to know who, who the poor guy is that's been identified now. And isn't the well, let's, let's <laughs> I think here's where, here's where he got confused. There was a guy who called in in January of 2016 who basically begged he begged to have Tim Adam on Snapchat. That was not you, Tucker, right? No. And that well, what does that have to used, do with Sveta and Roar? He used his real name, so that's where my source pointed me to this other guy who he had verified called in and he thought was Tucker based on him sounding like this other guy who called in to beg to be added on Snapchat. <laughs> No, I'm not even like on the fan page that much. So like, that's not, where I don't, that's I don't where text in. Yeah, Sveta and Rokas work at a place where this other <laughs> guy who begged who begged to be on Snapchat. I that's hope those who, names live in infamy. We're going to have emailers Sveta, and texters named Sveta and Rokas forever. Can we get those guys to call in? Oh, <laughs> big Rokas. I, I swear, I just want to do but something yeah, I with mean, the... the fan page. Is in meltdown mode. <laughs> The fan page is an absolute meltdown mode. Doug, let's start a rock group called Sveta and Rokas. <laughs> Me and you. Let's let's uh, yeah. front it. Might have some legs. Sveta and Rokas. Right. Why don't you come to the TMA event Thursday and do all your voices? Well, I don't know. Uh, Bridgeton, right? That's right. Bridgeton. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sensed that. I, like, I could probably be there. Uh, 
It'd be fun. If, if I can get a few of my buddies to go up, I'm happy to come. All right. Come on up, and we'll set you down on the day. You'd get a standing chit-chat. ovation that would rival the one that Edgar Renteria got in 2005. Doug, remember that one? You were emotional, I remember, that evening. Uh, well, the, the, I don't the know why he would have gotten The baseball stand for every player, so I'd hope they'd uh, stand for even Melky Cabrera, too. I, well, I he, want them he's to almost a cardinal, and we would have appreciated his work. Buck, your we reaction would've. now as we wrap up the Design Air Heating and Cooling 7 o'clock hour with a segment that will live in infamy. Uh, well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. I looked to talking to Tucker uh, and doing a sewed. Maybe we'll get it dropped uh, next month. <laughs> and uh, the one this week, by the way, we got one coming this week. It's on the Bathroom stall. Who destroyed the bathroom stall? Oh, boy. We could get to the bottom of that. <laughs> yeah, do you actually have a? Do you have an I, answer? Well, I, I honestly, I was supposed to interview Plowsy yesterday, but apparently he had a dog emergency. I will and, be available uh, today for a, uh, a little chit-chat if you would like to give me a call, Buck. Yeah, I will. we'll get it done. And then uh, I have to re- reach out to uh, Giamatti because he's kind of the one who's been fingered and he's never gone on record. <laughs> so I'm going to reach out to Giamatti. If he doesn't want to talk, that's fine. If he wants to go on the record and deny it on the record that that would be great wow yeah i'm more uh i i'll talk to you and i'm more bobby than uh chuck let me tell you doug you understand that reference uh, yeah, no we're going to billions again yeah yeah nice okay yeah no i don't understand it but I, it's you're, a great you're job obviously, obviously wendy quick. obviously obviously you're more len, wendy than uh laura yeah he's, he's definitely a wendy i would say doug you understand <laughs> that's that. me i'm more wendy than laura Okay. You're more Wendy than Laura. All right, yeah. I don't get Nobody it. I don't watch the show. Like... Nobody should want to be Lara. Let me point that out. All right. Doug, you're a dom. Okay. Uh, Buck Swope, Tucker, an hour of radio that will live forever. I can't imagine uh, that Dan Caesar will even have enough words to fill his column after this revelation, Doug. Unbelievable. Uh, Buck Swope investigating the Tucker-Bruce conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. and then Bruce slash Tucker calls in to acknowledge that he is not only Bruce and Tucker, but caller JR, and then also caller RJ, who was on a crack binge <laughs> at a dental convention. Uh, gentlemen, God bless you both. Thank you, guys. I hope to look forward to talking to you soon. There's Bruce, Bruce you right there. Tim, he's in New York. He's, uh, he's on his way. He's way up to New Hampshire. Thank you, Swope. I'm jumping on the plane. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Unbelievable. Primal fear. That's what this reminds me of. I'm devastated. <sighs> that actually blew my mind. I, I thought for sure there's no way you could do it. That low of a voice for Tucker and that flamboyant of a voice, although maybe not as flamboyant as the original Bruce, still, I am in shock. If I'm being honest, I think it's uh, surprising that they are the same because I didn't think they were. But to me, the most surprising thing is that Tucker says that the stories he told are based in reality, where I thought, honestly, they were mm-hmm. pure fans. I thought the most surprising thing was we went an hour. With that. Oh, I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> we could do 12 hours. Buck Swope can talk almost That's indefinitely. That, that I would be surprised by, except as you made reference to, he does email me, and I'm in awe of his emails. Uh, the the, the texts that have come in, the fan page reaction. I mean, Doug, for real, the fan page is, is in meltdown mode. Some people are in great appreciation and awe of, his, uh, of Tucker, uh, his ability to stay in character. That's the thing, because from an improv standpoint... One of the things that can get you tossed off Saturday Night Live is if you break character. Bruce slash Tucker slash JR's ability to stay in character is uh, is something that I'm in awe of, much less the ability to shift voices and and then remember all of the BS that he's 
that he's said over the years, which is what made it tough for Buck Swope to track him down. And then Buff, Buck Swope was misled on a redirect on Doug. Was it Rokust and Swerva? Yeah. It was Sveta and Ru- and Rukas. Yeah, <laughs> Rokas. Rokas. Guys, a couple of observations. Number one, Buck Swope needs to get a life. Number two, callers into this show aren't cool like Tucker or genuinely nice guys like Bruce. They aren't real. The real callers into this show are insufferable losers like Big Al. Thank no, you. no. That's Justin in Columbia with an observation wow, from the 7 hurts. o'clock hour. Uh, Mario in Chicago. You know him, don't you? Because Little he's one Pandolfo of the, brothers. Right. Uh, Buck Swope said at the start of the show, I have a job, guys. I'm really busy, but let me spend 45 <laughs> effing minutes talking without pause before you know the host to get a word in about characters on an am sports talk show that spends most of its time discussing dead celebrities and porn stars feet oh and then i was literally wrong about every single thing i spent 45 (laughs) minutes on thanks mario in chicago not happy with swope well in swope's defense he just had the wrong sources you know (laughs) did you just say that well, he was he, like a lawyer who built the case, but some of the case wasn't accurate, and he still got the outcome that he wanted. Well, it's up to him to believe the source or not, and it's just what he. I mean, it, you it's can't like the 100% Mets. They had no reason to hold their heads down except they gave away the World <laughs> Series. I think he He was wrong. No, he got some things right. Tucker well, was then, not an attorney. Well, he's not an attorney. Yeah, but- He's not divorced. He's been with the same last for 18 and years. Buck did try to kind of sneak out of that with a loophole, but I was having none of it because I heard him explicitly say he had a photo of the ex-wife. Doug, I think there's a 6 to 15% chance that Swope knows his ass from a hole in the ground. Thanks. That's from the 314. Yeah, he said 6 to 15% that they weren't the, the same person. A program director from another station <laughs> texted me. I don't. He probably wouldn't even care if I gave his name, but I won't. Uh, I have to ask a question. What the hell are you talking about? What the hell have you been talking reasonable. about? Reasonable. All reasonable. <laughs> Can you imagine years. tuning into this thing? For 14 years. What? I did like how Swope broken into percentages. I'm 90% sure Bruce lives in New York, but I'm 10% sure that he could be fake. I'm 15% sure that Tucker is in St. Louis, but 38%. He broken into percentages. He was given probability. I enjoy probability. Uh, send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Hey, hey, like my backside, the magic is destroyed. Tucker is Bruce and several other boys. Fan pin and meltdown over the news is this guy also, Bruce and Shoes. Buck Swope swings in with amazing focus, asking about some bitch named Rokas. This whole situation is awfully meta. Hey, Tucker, you know a chick named Sveta. Sveta and Rokas, those are ladies' names. Iggy will lie and say that he banged. He met them over one year in Montego Bay, and that's where they became his prey. Tucker, Bruce, J.R., Becky is awesome. That's from Lou, Eugene Levy's Browbush. Managing partner, Sveta yeah. and Rokas, LLC. They have an LLC. Managing partner. Eugene Levy's Browbush. Guys, Plops here. I'm confused. In fact, I don't even know who I am anymore. Am I even Plops? Well, let's see. Shaved bush, check. Tramp stamp tattoo of a butterfly with an angel's halo, check. Double toe rings, check. Rogue shrub in my teeth, check. 71 free Lemmings lunch coupons in me wallet and no real life friends to enjoy them with, check. A Hotmail account with a bunch of old incoming messages from Willie saying, saying that he'll get stamps when they get stamps, check. <laughs> a genuine dislike for Ben Fred as a fill-in, check. Are you down on Ben Fred? That was a shot. That took a check mark off. <laughs> a genuine curiosity about what Iggy's work responsibilities actually are. 
check. All right, you get the check mark back. <laughs> a creeped out feeling knowing that Iggy sometimes still calls up the Becky Weisberger number when he's sitting at home alone. All right, I'm good. Thanks. Great show, Doug. Misty Plops. Misty Plops, Assistant Program Director. Great segment this morning, fellas. I mean, we're talking Weezer topless in his skivvies at a barbecue level stuff. My favorite part was when Tucker called in to finally set the record straight but wasn't given the chance to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, <laughs> got to listen to Buck Swope fire off and then answer a series of aimless, rambling questions based entirely on bad intel. But in fairness to Swope, if he was not allowed to track his dead-end lead all the way to the very bitter end, we never would have gotten to hear him and needlessly drag <laughs> The names of his friends, Sveta and Rokas, into the ring or flesh out the details of Tucker's non-existent ex-wife. And after Swope did all the heavy lifting of interviewing himself <laughs> about his own research, Timmy was on standby with his J-School training to put a bow on the segment by asking the high-level question that a layman with Buck, like Buck, would never think to ask. So, Tucker... Are you Bruce? <laughs> Thanks. I'm enjoying the show. Doug, that's Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom Tom. Howdy. You want to call her conspiracy? Prepare to have your minds blown. Big Al is actually Gay Will, a homosexual gentleman who used to hit on Tim by calling him his little piece of man candy. Gay Will took it too far and got kicked off the airways, so he adopted a character based on a comic book hero, Big Al Max, whose superpowers included arm wrestling local sports celebrities and casting a sleep spell on unsuspecting listeners by rattling on about his golf game. While we're on this subject, ever notice J.D. the lesbian and Caller Ellen sound the same? Oh, wait, maybe that's because they're the only two females on the planet who listen to this show. Right. You never know, it could be the same person. I'd say there's a 6 to 15% chance. <laughs> Doug, that's Bill Pullman's Independence Day speech. Bill Pullman's Independence Day speech. And unfortunately, speech. I only have time for one more. Riddle me this, my three little boy pigs. Why is it that anytime someone reaches too high of a celebrity status, we have to go digging around and find a bunch of skeletons in their closet. Calm down, Iggy. It's just a metaphor. Remember the nice Harvard lady on the fan page who was selling discounted kitchen appliances? Turned out she was an absolutely schizophrenic nut job. Also turns out that damn dishwasher is running too hot and warping my cabinets. Why does this effing show continue to ruin my dreams? The next thing you're going to tell me is that teasing doesn't matter, gifts don't improve Prand, and there is no golden goose on the opposite side of change. <laughs> what else? Projo was a happy-go-lucky straight man who never slept with Andy Dick. The cat built a warehouse in his own backyard. John Vaughn volunteers to cut the grass. Is Iggy a happily married father of three who doesn't creepily pause TV shows and movies anytime there's nudity to take a picture on his phone? It's all unreal. Let the dreamers dream, boys. It's much better that way. Matt, who bowls at Hank's P.S. Let me tell you one thing. Bruce or Tucker, whatever the hell you want to be called, props, bra, props. Also, fantastic call swoop. There it is, Doug, the Hot Shots email of the day. Boy, we had some good we ones. We did, and you I'm figured gonna, we would. I'm going to say Plops was good, Eugene Levy was good, Timmy Tom Tom was good. I was going to go with one of those guys, but I'm going with Matt who bowls. I think every one of them was pretty good. Everyone that wrote You've never said good. that before. No, but I'm going to go, I like poetry. I'm going with Eugene Levy's Browbush. I'm going to go Matt who bowls at Hank. There were, there were, there were yeah, four Lucas. who could have won it. Yeah. Welcome to TMA Live. Hello again, everybody. Yeah, put your hands together. Larry, it's unbelievable. Hi, Buck Swope. Swope, see. Uh, Buck Swope had one of the greatest hours Without question. in the history of this radio program with his investigation of Tucker 
slash Bruce. Jennings, you were listening. Doug and I, we were in the trenches, but you were listening. I was just caught and uh, taken. I mean, I, I was into the program more than I have been in a long wow. time. Wow, 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 wow. Swope brought it. He, there were a lot of things that happened. One of the things that I love is Plowsy trying to defend Swopesy and saying, we just had bad sources. Right. That'll <laughs> happen. Yeah. Happens yeah. the best of the I mean, that has to be one of the most listened to hours in a while. It's certainly one of the most talked about. Yeah. So my question is this at the outset of this presentation. All right. Doug, yeah. is Tucker slash Bruce here tonight? Oh, I wouldn't have any idea. I know. Gentlemen, he is in the building. Oh, oh my God. He is in the building. Is that right? Oh, my God. He is standing right here. That's him. Oh, hey, there, there you go. Doug, Hello. that's him. Look, it's Tucker. <laughs> yeah. It's Bruce. Hello, it's RJ. Tucker. Tucker. What uh, what boys are we looking for? Doug, you always like a gay gentleman from the Upper West Side. Well, that's fine, well, I guess. The thing is, I don't get to a lot of places like. Oh Hot my Shots. God, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bruce Jennings. But when I Scary. do, I love to be here with all of you. You're you're lovely. This is this looks just like a place I would have gone to in my Chelsea days. <laughs> this does look like Chelsea. It, there's very the few differences. I mean. You, but the only thing is, you can't smoke anywhere in New York now, so that it is a little strange. But I will tell you, the fact that I got here and they were still playing replays of the Cardinal game rather than anything about the NFL draft was very telling about where we are. The so. NFL draft is tonight, right? It is. It is, and I had forgotten all about it. Uh, Bruce, can you weave into Tucker that quickly? Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, like, this place is getting wild tonight, man. I'll bet there are some lezzies here like we have never seen. It's Somebody wounded. It is going to be H.J. City in this place. Is that Handjob City? I don't know if we could say that, Tim. Can you say Handjob? I believe no. so, no. no. All right, Handjob's fine. There were going to be Handjobs <laughs> given out here tonight. <laughs> Maybe in the parking lot. I don't know. I saw some people out there earlier getting a little frisky. Okay. Back of a Suburban, Doug. Now watch it, Tuxy. You like the back of a Suburban? No, I don't. I want you to watch your mouth. And what about caller? Because there was call, you also had caller JR and then also caller RJ. Now, RJ was the one on the dental equipment convention who was, who was doing key bumps while calling in. And then JR was the one who would talk about Obama, right? I mean, we are in a country right now in peril. <laughs> this place is going to hell. Everybody here is going to hell because all I can see is pornography. I can see people doing things that are disgusting. And as I said, there are people in that parking lot giving hand jobs. Hey. That is disgusting. And, and I'll tell you what, this has nothing to do with the current administration, but everything, everything to do with Obama. There you go. When yeah. Obama was in the White House, he let the country's morals just go to hell. And it's continued down that track ever since. And I, I, for one, will tell you, we are bringing the country back, and things are going to get better again because that Obama was the devil, and Hillary Clinton was an urchin, and everything about them urchin. is disgusting. And I'm bringing Jesus back to the people. Wow. Very nice. I think he needs to have a, a, a full-time job. No question. <laughs> I mean, he's honest to God. He's really talented. This guy's unbelievable. Tucker, Jr., Bruce, RJ. He can turn it on. He can turn it off. And ah, I, yes. I got to tell oh. you, I like that he, I love the way he just said, you know what, it's kind of time to say who I'm, I am and you do know. you feel? Do you feel like you were forced out of the closet? Well, I I, I, I talked to Doctor Melfi about this this morning, <laughs> and and the real Dr. truth Melfi. is, it's been really tough these last few years. Um, 
with my wife at home with my kids, not really? knowing who their dad is. Oh, sure. There is a lot of drama in my life about it. Respect. And uh, yeah, releasing the demons or releasing the poison, as from a Stern Show reference, right. is uh, is really something therapeutic. And Dr. Melfi told me that uh, I should do it, and I did it. So I feel I feel blessed. Uh, hashtag, and I feel really Thank good. You. Doug, uh, you know, the, the, the releasing the poison is a, is a part of my day, usually four or five times. But mm. I, the, the thing that's a strategy that I thought was wonderful was Swope bringing up, was it Rokas and Sveta? Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Spuck Swope is here. Sveta and Rokas. That was, can you, that can was you one of the great moments. <laughs> can you, well, can, the, if Sveta and Rokas are here, could they stand wouldn't up? Wouldn't that be wonderful meet, if they were here? I want to meet these two, but I don't think they'd hang out at Hot Shots in Bridgeton. That's just a, that's just a read. Nah, that's not a bad, that's not a bad guess. Maybe uh, more use city. Swope, what, what's the background on Rokas? Rokas and Sveta. Sveta. What's up? Doug, it's Buck Swope. Hello, Swopesy. Hey, Doug. You got to understand, I was pursuing this false Tucker all Tuesday afternoon. You know, after, after it seemed like McKernan had indicated that the decision was coming down the following day. Either they were both going to call in or increasingly people were saying that they were the same. We'll fix it. So... I, I mean, I had, it was Dogtown Astrovan who had kind of challenged me last fall to determine if they were the same or not, and I listened to a lot of Bruce audio, and initially I thought, yeah, these details don't really add up, they're just kind of random. Who would, who would pay a party planner to go to Pittsburgh on a Thursday <laughs> night at the Warhol Museum? Well, I went to the Warhol Museum's website, they don't allow outside caterers, so they're going to pay somebody to come in from Manhattan to do this doesn't really make sense. That being said, I don't know. Maybe there's like the QAF mafia in Pittsburgh. But where did we get to these two names right. that are going to stick so, with everybody? So I, 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 ended up, I, ended up, I ended up on the LinkedIn page of the wrong Tucker. The wrong Tucker. Who I thought was Tucker, and I recognized he had worked somewhere that I, one of my main clients had had regular dealings with over a period of time that he would have been there. So when he called in to deny that he was basically to deny my story right that the other trucker th- th- this was my way of trying to break through his bluff with mm. a with a level that oh i but know there was no where, bluff. i know Zero where bluff. you were it wasn't a bluff obviously but i was at that point i only had i was i was i had two strikes i was swinging for the fences you ran out of bullets so Rokas and Sveta really do exist. Yeah, they they work at a place that's on the LinkedIn page. When are they coming on the program? <laughs> yeah. They just get dragged into all this. for FFF. Yeah, I mean, She's a neat I'll milk. Say, this, the CFO of one of my bigger clients does listen to the show, and it is the client that deals with Rokas and Sveta. I did not, oh, wow. I did not, I did not hear anything about it today. Yeah, I was right. there for four hours today. I didn't hear anything about it. So. So, so my wife knows nothing about it. She thinks this is ridiculous. I'm shocked. But yeah, it's, the, it's the biggest thing that she laughed at when I played it for her yesterday was the words Rokas and Sveta. She didn't care. About anything I've done over the last decade, she only cared about Rokas and Sveta. As she should. <laughs> do you work with Rokas? What about Sveta? Sveta. What do these people do? What, are, what does Rokas well, do? In the IT world? Yeah, they, they, I, that's a good play. Yeah. <laughs> programming, like that's about a 40%. Programming, programming ninjas. Yeah. Yep, yeah. There it is. Programming like, ninjas. the window. When, yep. we, when you need something done quickly and correctly... <laughs> Rokas and Shveta will, will right. get it done. So let's say you lose your browser password. They're going to find it. Rokas will get it for you. Tucker, I, uh, what has it been like for you the last uh, 36 hours or so since the world now knows 
at least in some capacity, who you are. Well, it's funny you should ask, because I've had three beautiful children over my life, and I, I'm not kidding when I say that over the last two days, I've gotten more texts and messages than any, when any of those children were born. So it clearly <laughs> uh, it has resonated with the people. You really? guys have built a program here, especially Doug. Yeah. You yeah. Guys have, it's all on you me. You built a program that uh, obviously people listen to in St. Louis. Yeah, a, a lot of people are caught up in this. A lot of I, people the, care. The emails and direct messages I've received from that segment, I'm sure. It really blew my mind. The last few days, all these conspiracy theories and people, I'm not like a veteran on the fan page. I don't know a ton about it or the characters. And all these conspiracies about how much I put into the effort that I put into the characters couldn't be more wrong. It's just, hey, call the show, and I call the show. You were just trying to have some fun. That's about it, Jay. You're right. You brought us fun. But your ability to stick to details and leave very few details exposed, minus Swope digging into the Warhol party at Pittsburgh, (laughs) that was the thing. We We couldn't pick up on it because you didn't really contradict yourself. It was all... Believable, including was it Beaumont and Prescott? Yeah, Beaumont and Prescott. Bo and Press, and they're doing well tonight. They are doing well. They're at home with Jacob, and he's Jacob putting the bed. I think they're watching the NFL draft, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted them to be doing. Um, no, the it, it's funny because I just have a really effed up memory. Um, it's nothing like telepathic. I just I can remember things. So. When I tell a story, I tend to remember the details and the names, and I usually don't cross myself up. He says I did his JR, the Jerry Falwell, Pat Robertson thing, I guess. <laughs> I think you so said you had to tell. Liberty University, I think you applied to the wrong one. Well, oh, who wants to ever know sake. anything about Liberty University? Nobody. Let's be honest. Thank you. Sam Ponder went there. She's the worst. So, <laughs> Sam Ponder take. Well, no, no, uh, yeah, is, no. It, is this your first TMA Live, or have you been here Undercover before. No, this is the first one. God never, bless you. I'm amazed at what I see. There's enough people. Give him here. a hand. Give him a hand. Let's do it. Tucker, Bruce, RJ, JR. I love it. Well, Tucker, I tip my cap. The work has been outstanding. Uh, we hope you continue to call in. Love to. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and who knows? Maybe you can pull another elaborate ruse on us with someone else. No, I don't know. I don't have a fed in me anymore because you're like the, the second, Sasha Baron Cohen of the, the show. The really, the second more. I do it, there are going to be 1,800 it's people him. on the fan it's page him. Yeah. that are going to, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people accused of being me in the next few months. <laughs> I assure you, none of them will be. Are you Caller Lucas? No, I'm not Caller Lucas. Wait. I don't have a second Facebook page. I've never owned a burner phone. I'm just a dumbass who called from the same number for a few years and never got called out. Are you disappointed in the producing staff for not picking that off? Sea Monster says you can't see the number. Sure, Sea Monster. I mean, I heard a lot of explanations. Possibly my favorite was when I was listening with my coworkers in the parking lot before I called in. And I heard Plowsy say that he knew it was from a New York number. That cracked me up. <laughs> because I can tell you I've never done that. I didn't confirm that it was from a New York number. I thought it was a different number than the St. Louis area. Maybe it was at 424. Yeah, you're not the 424. But Buck Swope Swope certainly confirmed that I had an ex-wife and he was holding pictures of her. Yeah, you had pictures of his ex-wife. How did the ex-wife look, Buck? Yeah, how did she look? I'm she, curious myself. I mean, she, she looked pretty she, good. Really? Wow. Maybe I'm missing out. Yeah, you never know what's going on. Swope got it all right, but the sources were wrong. <laughs> Tucker, thank you so much for coming thank here you tonight. Guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, Ladies and gentlemen, Tucker, Bruce, RJ, JR, Swope is bowing down. <laughs> You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan.
and InsideSTL.com. And we're pleased now to be joined by Caller Tucker. Tucker, what's up? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going pretty good. So we're talking about the infamous reveal, you know, that magic segment, uh, I believe uh, April 25th, Wednesday morning. I do remember calling in. I I remember I pounded like a pot of coffee because I'm normally not up quite that, or I'm not, my brain's not usually awake that early. And uh, the only way I was going to be able to squeeze this call in is if I had uh, did it in like the seven o'clock hour because my day was just completely shot. So... You know, it had been, the rumors had been flying, and I had texted McKernan about some unrelated things, but had also been active in in the kind of Tucker versus Bruce thread, and McKernan was like, you should call in. And I'm like, call in and talk about what? He's like, you should just, all of it. So I'm like, all right, all right, sounds good. So I call in, and I go on this kind of long rambling, you know, theory, and obviously I had some bad information, but... At what point during that scenario, A, did you decide you were going to come clean in general, and B, that you were going to call in and and just kind of have a conversation right then and there? Well, I mean, I was listening because they I think they teased that they were going to do it in the first hour. So I was at work already and uh, just sitting there listening on my uh, earpods. And I was like listening and I said, uh, I got my phone like started blowing up with text probably about 7.15 just from buddies of mine, coworkers, whatever. And uh, I just said, screw it. Let's just call in, have some fun with it. Uh, and I did it and it was, uh, it was a blast. It was cool. But uh, yeah, that's it. I thought of it that morning. So I guess if I had not, if I had not called in and, and by all accounts said some things that were inaccurate and kind of made it at a point where maybe do I have to call in and say, you know what? I don't have an ex-wife just to clear the air, but would you have come, would you have just kind of let it blow over? You know, all the rumors and stuff, would you have just not called in for a few weeks and then called back in as if the rumor wasn't really out there? No, not at that point, man. Everybody knew. I didn't, uh, at that point I was going to call in at some point and let it, let it all come out. And, uh, that was just a good time. The timing just worked out. It was a good time to do it. Because uh, they were talking about that whole first hour, and I said, probably be better radio if I just do this right now. And uh, ripped that band-aid off, so I just did it then instead of Because what ultimately was going to happen, man, is somebody was just going to put my name out on the fan page, and then it would have been over, and not as much fun that way. An anti, if I you know, it up. An, an yeah. anti-climactic, anti-climactic finish. Yeah, well, it, it had been talked about so much, which was probably the most surprising thing to me. Uh, just like that I, cause I wasn't like a regular caller or nothing. I just called in like maybe once every two or three months. Right. But, uh, but no, I, I said, Hey, this will be more fun if I just end it right here. And, uh, that's all. It was that's also, all I was thinking about. it was also good timing. Cause that billions had just aired with the Floyd Gondoli quote and it all kind yeah. of dovetailed nicely uh, there you with, go. with the billions talk. Um, you know, I was thinking while we were just talking now, I was remembering where where were you when you, you know, just the Becky Weisberger thread. I don't know if you remember that. And Yeah, I, I remember it. I remember it like a little bit. But the only thing I remember thinking about at the time, I was talking to one of my uh, buddies at work who listens and he's like, you don't, I mean, you don't think they think that you're doing anything to try to be shady. And I'm like, well, I'm not. I don't, I'm just messing around. So that was the only thing I remember thinking of then is like, what if I call in and they find it out and they're mad? I don't want to, I don't want to mess anyone's stuff up. I'm just having, I'm just dicking around, you know? 
and uh, I, that's all I really remember about that. Yeah, I mean, I, think I, don't, she... I don't get to listen every minute of the day, but I do remember the story. Yeah, the Becky Weisberger thing was, I don't think we ever really got like a full handle on it, but there was definitely enough sketchiness there to kind of recognize that this was not necessarily somebody that had, uh, you know, altruistic motives. But right. um, so the Tucker persona, you know, you, yeah. when you when you hang out normally, you're not necessarily that person you might no. portray yourself with the same stories but the tucker persona where did that come from the name tucker where did that come from uh give us some backstory on that not not i wish i could make up like something cool and tell you but the name tucker was just a pseudonym that uh it's a pretty common one i could have used skip or scooter or anything like that i don't know why i thought of tucker i just thought of it and then kind of like the bro character uh, it's based on one or two of my buddies that are just real bro out, like, you know, single in their early thirties, uh, still do all the, you know, the far Napoli stuff and, and they are lawyers. I mean, that's the, that's the piece is that I have a buddy or two that are lawyers. And so I just have threw that in there, but nothing, uh, like, like I told you about like the Bruce deal, not a lot of like thought went into it. It was more just, uh, off the cuff stuff really. Right. Right. So we get through, you call in and we have our little, you know, kind of like billions nerd out in the middle of everything else. And then we actually get into it. And I'm just completely running with this, uh, you know, bad information and you're kind of disputing it. And now I'm backpedaling. And I basically, as I characterized it on TMA Live, you know, I was down to two strikes and I just had to, to swing for the fences with my Shveta and Rokas line, which yeah, man. that was because I had this other guy that, I mean... I listened, obviously you listened to him. Okay. Maybe it didn't sound like Tucker as much as I wanted to believe it did, but clearly this other guy had been fooled for years that, that he, he knew who Tucker was just based on him knowing that this other guy did call in and he kind of sounded like Tucker. And I think this other guy took a picture with Timberfake at the first free dotum open, you know, and he sent me that, you know, there was just a whole lot of little pieces that if I was thinking clearly, I would have. Um, or if I was more patient, I think the fact that I had to have a case by the next morning, I was more just going to build the most interesting case. And then if I lose the hand, whatever, we'll turn our cards over and it'll be fun. I kind of knew going in that, oh yeah, there's a good chance that I'm going to look wrong here, but it's like, it's, I might as, but then I kept digging and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm finding stuff that actually, again, you're biased towards what supports your argument, but, um, and I think at one point I said the thing that I was doing, I, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm running with suspect Intel. I want to believe that my source is right. When I, I was assuming that, you know, the people texting Tim were doing the same thing. And in fact, they knew who you were. And I was just some guy, you know, trying to come up with a theory by the next morning. Well, I think I knew who the people were that were texting Tim. I think I have a pretty good idea. Yeah. And, uh, so I knew that my, I knew my cover was blown and I, I figured somebody would know who I was. And I really didn't care. I could have cared less about that. As I said, it wasn't like I was trying to keep things under wraps or nothing. Uh, but it, I was, I was laughing, listening to you describe it. Cause I'm like, man, this is totally the wrong dude. Well, I uh, also, I, th- the other reason I wanted to call in was because I wanted there to be an appreciation for the sheer nuance that had gone into all of these characters or the specifically these two characters. It was coincidental that I, I dropped Jr in the middle yeah. of my argument. That was funny. That killed me. Cause I was like, yeah, I probably would have, it would have come out at some point. I was I'm not keeping that a secret either, but, uh, that was that was pretty funny when you said that, and I was able to say, yeah, that that was me too. Yeah, that, uh, that, that may I think that maybe I think that maybe more funny 
in the moment. Uh, the fact that that you said that, and then I just piggyback on it. That but was yeah, funny. I was Shveta and Rokas. I just the guy had worked at a place that I had had regular contact with, and I knew those were just really unique names of people that worked there. And that just oh, was yeah. like the logical. That was anytime you think you ha- have information that they would be shocked that you know, you know, you keep that in your back pocket, and. I thought maybe if, if in fact, I was still clinging to the idea that you were bluffing and I could, you know, snap you out of it. But no, nope. you, you were not bluffing. I was just wrong. And, uh, you know, I lost the hand. Hey, it, made it, it made it for better radio, probably. Well, I'm if glad. You actually, yeah. If you actually don't know all the real details, they're not that, uh, as you've come to find out, aren't that exciting. So it's better, uh, better to un- unravel the mystery as it happened rather than you uh, have all the right information. So. You may have felt like a jackass for ten minutes, but it was uh, it was well well worth it. Well, I'm glad. I'm always I will always take you know being a jackass if it generates uh, good entertainment. Dude, obviously, obviously, else. I will the same. <laughs> All right, Tucker. Well, you know, I think we've uh, we've covered a lot of ground. Is there anything else you want to cover uh, on this? Uh, possibly the last time we'll talk to you at least for a while on Swoops Picks. Yeah, it's all good. It's been uh, it's been fun, my man. All right, Tucker. Well, you take care of yourself. We'll see you around. You do the same. And, uh, Have a good one. All right, Swope. Have a good one, man. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. Swope here, reminding you that all episodes of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. Once again, I'd like to thank Caller Tucker for joining us. Well, get on with it, motherfucker. Get on with it, motherfucker. Well, get on with it, motherfucker. Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the match. Showers with other gentlemen? Showers with other gentlemen? Showers with other gentlemen? Um, well, at first I was pissed, but then when I heard it, it was kind of funny. Well, after wiffle ball, I guess we better go shower <laughs> together. You got one guy lathering up at the end of the bathtub while the other guy is uh, getting wet. They have to go butt to butt. That's just a pro tip from Uncle oh, Tim. Yeah. And then you may say something about somebody's nips. Ah. Can I get you, Doug? Showers with other gentlemen. Hell yeah, dude. That's going to be sweet. Gosh. Sure could use a shower right now. How about you join me, Bill? And as soon as I got there, I had to drop heat. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. God, no, that's just wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Doug, you ever see any of your buddies weed? No. Advocating for happy endings at massage parlors? So he's cruising? Well, we haven't gone that far yet. Well, you're kind of tired of her now if you're going over to Granite City looking for... (laughs) M-M-S threesome. (laughs) That was only a suggestion. I've slept with 200 trannies. What, butt to butt? No, why the heck, can't. <laughs> Back to the cruising. Gotta stop at QT or something if you're desperate like... Does enjoy anal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, things just got real. Who among us was picked up when we were 21 years old by a 55-year-old? Pat Robertson. There was a little thrusting going <laughs> I don't on. don't thrusting. Does his thighs touch? His... Well, I said, screw this. I'm getting naked. I gotta... This is just boring as hell. <laughs> so if someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty that's good. better. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I need some time to myself. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.